Malibu Dan Malibu Dan Malibu Dan, the family man And this is episode 11 That almost sounded like kind of a children's rhyme Yeah, almost Kind of like a funny rhyme (laughs) Yeah, except it didn't barely rhymed and it wasn't funny so it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) i love the energy you're bringing this morning i need it i need to suck it in thanks poppy well that's because we're talking about episode 11 return of the flying okra even though that's not the name of the thing that they're talking about in this episode no but it's great title you gotta write that down You, you gotta write down I mean, it's it is a great title, but it's it's incorrect, and that that really bugged me the whole episode because it, his name wasn't the flying okra in high school; it was the fighting okra, and nobody ever says the flying okra ever in the episode. It's very distracting. Isn't the title of the episode "Return of the Fighting Okra"? No, mine. I'm pretty sure it's flying okra. That's what I have written down. If it's wrong, we're restarting the episode, and I'm taking that out because I don't want to look like that big of an idiot. <laughs> No way, we're keeping it all in. I'm bringing three it up. Three foot juice. Three foot juice? Yeah, three foot juice. Pulp. Getting pulp. this loose. Orange juice with pulp in it. Or no pulp. <laughs> What's the difference? Exactly. Oh, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it is fighting I'm okra. Glad- <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you came in hot with it, though. Oh, I am a total... I'm changing that in my notes, and I'm a total idiot. Listeners, send me t- texts about how stupid I am to at pureboyspod <laughs> at gmail.com. What a dumb cuck soy boy I am. I'm kind of glad... I'm not... I'm not glad... Okay. ...that I I was wrong. I wish I was wrong. No. I don't know how I took such a long track to get to that statement. <laughs> But I kind of wish I was wrong. No, I'm glad you were uh, right. I'm glad I was wrong on that one because I've been right in the past and it feels really good, but it's <laughs> it's good to get checked sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good to get crumpled by the Lord. Exactly. Checked before you're wrecked, right? And so I was on the verge of being wrecked and so I got checked and I'm glad it happened. Yeah. yeah. Should we uh, start a rap group that's just about checking and wrecking? Yeah, that's that's a good call. Yeah, we. What do you want to call ourselves? The Check Rex, the, the Wrecking Crew. Yeah, sure, the Wrecking Crew. That sounds good. No one's ever been called that before. We could claim it. I don't think so. We're white. Hmm. Oh no, let's call ourselves MOP. That's a cool name. No one's ever <laughs> had that name before. Uh. Yeah. What does M stand for? Max. Messiah. Messiah of people. That's us. <laughs> Messiah of people. Messiah Messiahs of people, technically, because there's two of us. Messiahs of people. I never realized before that MOP's acronym just spells MOP. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's not that weird. It is weird. Annie Up is a great song, but it's a, by a group called MOP, and I never put that together before. <laughs> I think I might have put it together before, but like not in this context. We don't have to always be right. I <laughs> am not always right. I mean, Fred is dead. Carl is dead. Annie up. <laughs> See, now you're back on top. I'm back on top, baby. My my frail ego is assuaged. 
I like to be on top for one pump and then switch. <laughs> All right. Well, there was your pump. Yeah, it's a pump and switch. Mm -hmm. uh, you know who else runs a pump and switch? Chef Summer Cypress. <laughs> she does. Eating free and clean Ugh. since 1993. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they say, hey, welcome to the show, Chef Summer Cypress. And the crowd laughs and I go, I still I don't understand what's funny about that. Why is that funny? <laughs> It's such a weird name. It's Summer like Cypress. It's like someone who would eat okra. It's just who like is someone, somebody who would have a clutch and not have it leather bound. <laughs> she loves eating clean and free, and she makes z vegan, gluten, and soy free meals. <laughs> the biggest laugh, though, is when she starts talking. Yeah, which is weird. Like she just has a voice. It's very quiet, but I don't know. Try to do an impression That's of it. it. Do an impression of it. How does Chef Summer Cypress sound? This uh, chicken-free chicken tender is gluten-free. That's really good. That's getting me turned on. I don't don't stop talking like that. I don't like it. It's do, it's doing things to me. I don't. Uh, I'm not masculine enough to question that yet. You gotta open your butthole. Oh well, hey, <laughs> asked and answered. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just telling people how to do a voice. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so you by opening your butthole, you're able the to air. talk. Wow, that really that really works. That's amazing. Now <laughs> this is how I talk now. My butthole is wide open. Now I can eat this delicious flying okra. Ah, fighting okra. Oh, I tightened it all back <laughs> up. Now do we have to restart the episode? Now we have to restart the episode, yeah. <laughs> Yep, I totally blew it. Sorry, everyone. Got to restart the episode. Malibu Dan! Malibu Dan! Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 11, The Flying Oak Sky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Malibu Dan! That's the end. <laughs> and that is the end. That's the of end of Summer Cypress's segment. Chickenless chicken tenders looks like grapefruit juice. Oh, looks... So does every drink they have on the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Including a bucket full of melted ice. <laughs> My the only thing I would have changed about this opening because she gives them these drinks and she's like, "Try this delicious drink. It's." It's liquid chicken tenders. Oh. And they're like, what? <laughs> and like, fair enough. Like, looking at the drink, you go, okay, that looks like pine or grapefruit juice. But then when you mm -hmm. hear that it's chicken tenders, you go, well, that looks like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life then. I don't want to drink that ever. Aren't our brains weird? Because the same thing happened to me. It looked delicious until you say it's chicken tenders. <coughs> and then... All you can think about is how disgusting it is. Right? So then they, they drink it through a straw, and Holiday yeah. immediately just loses it. And the only thing I would change in this scene is I would have Holiday have, like, blown back into the straw and sprayed the juice everywhere. That's the only thing I would have changed. Yeah, that would have been a, a nice little touch that would have uh, elevated this episode to supreme talent. Exactly. Hey, here's something crazy that I found on their IMDb page. MDB? Yeah, there's just pictures of them on the green screen. Like, there's just 
set photos of them working on the green screen. So we're we're 100% correct. Our eyes have not deceived us. Every set that we thought was green screen is green screen. We're amazing. Yeah. We have such good eyes. It's a green room, and we have good eyes, and you better remember that, listener. Mm -hmm. It's a green room, and we're just living in it. <laughs> but then, in the next scene at Dan's home, we get to see Dan in some real casual wear. Oh, my God. Shorts. I was so excited to see those calves. Yeah, a long-sleeve tee. Mm -hmm. Can you call it a long-sleeve tee? I think that is what they're called, which is a weird decision. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you can call those a long-sleeve tee. Who was the decider? Oh, Johnny T. Mr. T, the guy who invented T-shirts. God's T. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know about you, but, like, every time that theme song plays, I can't help but clap and dance. Like, every time <laughs> I dance. And I, it, it makes me so happy to hear the Wake Up Malibu theme song. It's just, it's such a delight. It's, it's a delight, and it's so nice... Uh having that be one of the first things I experience in a day. Yeah. I almost clap. I've gotten farther and farther away from clapping. Like, I almost... My hands almost touch, but then <laughs> I calm down a little bit. That's fair. You should calm I up. Dance. You should calm up and you should clap. It's It feels really good. Yeah. Calm up before you clam up. Exactly. Wake up. It's a new day. <laughs> this episode has... A ton of guest stars in it. All of them we've seen before, except for one very special guest star that I was losing my gourd over when I saw him. Should we? Yeah. Should we reveal it now, or should we wait till he shows up? Do you want to talk about it throughout? Because if so, we should just reveal it now. It's not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. He doesn't really do much in the episode anyway. <laughs> no, he's. How much do you think he got paid? A man like this guy. Gay. A man like this gay probably got paid. Uh, well, we know he's gay for pay, so he probably got, like, I don't know. Ten dollars? Like, yeah, like, probably, like, three thousand dollars, maybe two thousand? Like, I can't yeah. imagine it for what he gave to the episode, probably not much. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. But, I mean... For like a couple hours work, pop in, pop out, get yourself a chicken Caesar sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Hang out with, uh, hang out with Erica Estrada and Victoria <laughs> Jackson. That's why he signed up. Exactly. For Notorious uh, chips is it. Uh, Erica Estrada. <laughs> exactly. Notorious non-drugging women dude. Erica Estrada. Chips is it. He's notorious for not drugging women. That's what he's known for in Hollywood. He's the guy, I, when everyone I'm else was drugging women, he said, I would never drug a woman. That's what he said to all the people trying to drug women around him. He said, I would never do that. I'm Eric Estrada, and I'm a good man. I would never drug women. I think I finally fully get why you're uncomfortable with me being uncomfortable with you saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> why is that? Because, I mean, in a society, we should be very, uh, you know, strong in the opinion that somebody shouldn't drug somebody. Yeah. And that should be, like, the default. Yeah. This is not a political podcast, but I feel like you're about <laughs> to get political on me here. No, I just got political. I'm not about to do anything. Continue being political, then, <laughs> Mr. Politics. Well, you see. You see? <laughs> With the quarterback. 
It's too early in this episode. Yeah, I know. We barely got past the opening credit. But like who cares? When we have when have we ever talked about an episode actually? I Not mean every episode. lately. That's no. for sure. <clears throat> well <laughs> But the episodes keep getting better and better. Exactly. And We're better. dialing it in. We're dialing it in. <laughs> uh this episode really tickled something in me though, because Kate is like, Dan, I'm preparing for my parents' 40th wedding anniversary. It's coming up this weekend or whatever. And in my head, I was like, I remember when Dan was trying to help people, Emily asked him to Google presents for her parents' 40th wedding anniversary. There is some real deep continuity in this episode. Continuity. I loved it. It was it was everything to me. It was great. Yeah, less jokes, more continuity, Family Dan. Exactly. That's why I love Lost. No jokes, just continuity. <laughs> and that was the promise up front, and exactly. that's what they gave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a satisfying conclusion. <laughs> Do you think Dan is more like a Lamborghini? <clears throat> uh, you mean in terms of, like, does he have a love life? I would say yes. Style, fragrance. Fragments? Fragments, yeah. Cinematography yeah. and fragments, I would say that Dan is like a Lamborghini, a Lamborghini. for sure. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of cinematography, though, there is some wild camera tricks in this episode. There is like, they do stuff. Art. Yeah, they're like really pushing the envelope for what is considered filmmaking in this episode. There's... <laughs> There's like for a multicam sitcom. Is this a single cam sitcom? What's the difference? I think it's multicam because well, I don't know what the difference. Like, because <laughs> well, wait, uh, well, I don't know. Is people in the industry tweet at us? Yeah, at, at Pure Boys Pod. David A R White, Pure tweet at us so we know. Stop just liking our question tweets and start answering them. <laughs> We should start really giving him some hard hitters and see if he likes them and then send that to NBC.com. Exactly. At NBC, at David A.R. White. David A.R. White, are you pro-life? And be like, what? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I think he does want to talk about that specifically. That's a softball question That's for true. Him. Well, he might answer it then. And he'll say, yeah. in all caps, yes. And we'll go, ooh, bad stance. It's 2021. Pro-choice till we die, baby. Yes, queen. Yes. Flush them out. Yes. It's your body, your choice. <laughs> it is. Is that progressive? Not political. That's progressive. It's not a political show. Yeah. But what we're saying is very progressive. Yes, queen. Get yeah. an abortion. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. I'm glad we <laughs> skipped the... Uh... <laughs> I just pictured someone walking around. Yeah. With a <laughs> You're laughing triggered my thought process. And I was like, if that was a t shirt, yeah, it sells. Yeah. Yas Queen getting abortion. That seems like a pretty, that seems like a no brainer. We got to start a Teespring store so we can start selling these things. <laughs> or at least writing them down. <clears throat> oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listeners, go back, write down all the good ideas and send them to us at Pure Boys Pod on Twitter. Yeah, first step, long step. If you want t-shirts, which we know you're aching to get a t-shirt. Yeah, you're clay aching to get those t-shirts. We'll get them to you. Talk about a man. Oof, what a mighty good man. Exactly. He is the epitome of all good things. Is he? Uh, he loves the Lord. I was more of a Reuben Stuttered guy myself. 
<laughs> me too. Right? I mean, you got to go with Ruben. Exactly. The Velvet Teddy Bear? Are you kidding me? Of course you got to go with Ruben Stoddard. Dead? Maybe. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> is Ruben Stoddard dead? I feel like did he you is. Did you threaten him? Yeah, I did. Dead? Yeah, this is a real threat from Zachary Ty Bryan. Ruben Stoddard. <laughs> No, From I'm just kidding. Jail. I can't. I can't keep saying. I can't say stuff like that, or else people will think it's no. a real threat. It's not a real threat. It's a joke threat. Ladies and gentlemen, Zachariah is in jail. You don't have to worry about his threats. Yeah, Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered. Hang on. <clears throat> Ruben Stuttered was an American singer and actor. Was. That's not a good sign. No. You know what's funny? He is alive, and I just said was <laughs> instead of is. But you can just say things, and people will believe you. <laughs> Were you were you more of a Ruben Stuttered or were you more of a Taylor Hicks Soul Patrol guy? I don't know who that is. So were you I'm a Justin Guarini with... guy? Uh, no, I'm just a Ruben Stuttered guy. Were you a Sanjaya guy? I know you were a Sanjaya guy. Well, I like to say Sanjaya. That's my <laughs> that's my uh, connection with Sanjaya, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my only connection with Sanjaya. Mm-hmm. I think I saw one video of him singing, and I was like, "That's Sanjaya." That's my Sanjaya. <laughs> you got it listeners write us write us your favorite male only american idol contestants on at pure boys pod at twitter uh yeah make sure you hashtag it male only yeah make sure you hashtag it at sanjaya hashtag <laughs> at sanjaya is what i'm saying do you think Sanjaya is on Twitter. Don't add Sanjaya. He's got enough on his plate. No, I know Sanjaya is on Bandcamp because I've seen him on there, and he has two songs on Bandcamp, and I've listened to them, and uh, I gotta say... They're great? I'm not a fan. I'm more of a Velvet Teddy Bear man, so what can I say? Is his voice uh, too smooth? His voice sounds like his butthole is wide open. I'll put it that way. (laughs) Ooh, I love it. Very soft. Nice. Yeah. Maybe he'll put me to sleep. Is that? Are you having trouble sleeping? Yeah. Maybe you just need to stay up all night playing basketball with your friends, Queen. No, I'm watching poker videos. <laughs> well, that's a waste of your time. What are you doing? <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> I have to know if the ace beats the king. <laughs> it's, I don't know anything about poker. Is that a is that a real thing that would happen? Ace beats a king. I thought aces well, were high or low. Does beat a king. No, aces are high in poker. Oh my god. Uh, one one one. Okay. Deuces so are wild, baby. Aces. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, give me the rundown. How many cards do we have? Fifty two? Sixty eight. That seems like too many. I think it's fifty two. <laughs> you might be right. My dad and I but played a lot I of fifty two card pickups. There's at least sixty eight. There's at least sixty eight. There's no more, no less. At least sixty eight. Fifty two sounds right, but there's at least sixty eight. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, all yeah. you need to know about poker. Oh, okay. Well, then, done it. I guess I'm a poker master. I'm Jennifer Tilly over here. Yeah. Should we get into Pokemon? Should we get into, like, the World Series of Poker Stars? Should we start reviewing <laughs> every year of Poker Stars? Yeah, we should dump this podcast and talk about Poker Stars. Yeah, we should just, World Series? We up? should just slowly transition it into World Series of Poker. Okay, so who's your favorite uh, World Series of Poker stars? Jennifer Tilly. Duh. You got those yabos. She's the best. Does she have those yabos? She did. She might still. 
I don't know. Yeah, I've she, seen I've seen like Curse of Chucky. That's the most recent movie she's been in, I think. <laughs> you know, you could get a titty job for like five grand, three G's, maybe even now. Like it's wow. cheap. That's probably how much Clint Howard made for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wanted to get his girlfriend new yabos. You Is... calling around? Got David A.R. White's uh, number. Exactly. Hey, do you know a good Yabos guy? And he was like, what are you talking about? Oh, actually, it was more like, of hey, do you know I a do. good Yabos guy? <laughs> That's not a bad barbed wires Clint Howard impression. Yeah, the world's really uh, connected in this Yeah, well, um, show. I think he is wearing the same wig he wore in barbed wire. Like, it's like, he had, like, long, balding hair in barbed wire, and he does in this episode. And I went, is this the same guy? Does this take place after <laughs> the Second Civil War? Is that when Malibu Dan the Family Man takes place? I think so, when uh, Malibu uh, really takes over the world. Was Malibu it's Steel a... City the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Steel Hood City? Steel, wasn't it Steel City? Steel was... Harbor. Was that it? Steel Harbor. Steel Harbor. <laughs> Farty Marty Dankles and his wife are in this episode. Yeah, they are. They're looking hot as hell. What did you think of the stupid story in this episode where Dan and his friends, his friends being Farty Marty Dankles, his old high school buddy, <laughs> Reggie Ugh. and Arlen, these are Dan's friends. Get a life, brah. He, they like play cards. They have like a, like a yearly I don't know whist what is the game that they're playing I don't know it's some kind of card game tournament and then instead of them playing cards they decide to play basketball all night instead somehow all night all like from 10 p.m. till 4 in the morning it's like in the morning I could probably play basketball for 45 minutes <clears throat> tops by midnight I'm in yeah. bed icing my ankles I, it's supposed to, you know, relate that... I mean, it's supposed to be a G-rated version of staying up all night and drinking. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing basketball with your boys. But they can't do that. Where did they play basketball all night? We never see... It's just them talking about playing basketball, and then it cuts to the next morning. I have so many questions. Where, where did they play I, basketball? I think they hooped in the hood. Oh, yeah, with chain um, like a chain uh, chain mesh hanging from the rim. Exactly. Nice. It doesn't relate to us because we live in a cold environment up in yeah. Haiti, and you just can't go outside and hoop all night unless it's like a specific week in July. Exactly. Yeah, you can't crawl till you ball. We used to. But in Malibu, oh, you, you can ball all night wherever you want. Whatever, man. Hoop dreams all day, all night. But that's what they do. They play basketball all night. And it's so the reason they get into it is because Dan's like, I could play basketball. And they're like, No, you can't. And he's like, I played basketball all year in, in high school. And Farty Marty's like, You were the mascot. You were the flying okra for four years. And he was like, Ah. Uh, and he's like, You weren't on the team. You were the mascot. And as someone who was the actual mascot at his high school, I can attest, You are not on the team. You are just the mascot. You have to go fight but he a had son a in the parking lot. Yeah, he had 69 on his flying okra jersey. Fine, whatever. He had 420 on his jersey. Good for him. Fighting okra. Do we have to do the theme song again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Malibu Dan. <laughs> Malibu <No>. Dan. <laughs> Clear. Six weeks ago. Clear. Remember that joke?
Yeah, ten weeks ago now. For real. Um, <laughs> so I mean, so he's like, "Well, I can still play. I can still ball." And they're like, "No, you can't. You're old as heck." And he's like, "I can still ball." And they're like, "Okay, yeah. fine. Well, we'll ball then. And whoever wins gets a prize." And he's like, "Okay, who's on my team?" And everyone points at Marty and goes, "We're on his team." And Marty goes, "All right." And then so Dan goes, "All right, fine." Then it'll be me versus all three of you. And they go, okay. In a a game called Shoot the Moon. Shoot the Moon. Which I don't think is a game whatsoever. I've heard that expression before, but I don't know how it pertains to basketball. I know horse. I know around the world. I know double dribble. uh, I know Latrell Sprewell. I know lots of basketball words. Uh, Yeah, but that's not exclusive to basketball. There's lots of referees in lots of sports mind blown isn't it weird how referee is just the one thing that unites all sports yeah kind of like math in the universe <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah everything can be broken down into math every sport can be broken down by referees oh my god it's beautiful it is beautiful no one's ever thought about that before yeah so marty reggie and arlen are gonna make gumbo out of him even exactly. though he's clearly the best athlete there i mean his broad shoulders he could swim Oh, yeah. He's got shorts on. And here's the thing. He does. He wipes the floor with them. He beats three grown men in a game of shoot the moon, whatever that is. (laughs) But he wins. (laughs) They play for six hours. And he after that grueling competition, he wins. Good for him. Yeah. And it it is grueling. And you see the after effects the next day when he's splayed out on his desk. And Nicole and Holiday are poking at him, and Holiday has uh, rubber gloves on. Yeah, well, you know, you you know why. There's, you know, our the big world crisis that we're in right now. That's why everyone's got rubber gloves. This was shot ten years ago. Oh wow! So this is like okay, fine, all right, fine. So this is everyone preparing <laughs> for 2012 then. If everyone preparing for the Mayan apocalypse, I guess. No, I think this is 2017. But I think she was just, you know, being cautious. That's fair. Uh, we got we got like five minutes left, so we got to rip through the rest Lots of this of episode. Lots of time. Remember when we had six minutes left and we just bullcrapped about? Uh, I don't know. Remember? I think we talked about Erica Estrada for like five minutes, and re- then. But remember when we had five minutes left and we spent that time talking about other times when we bullcrapped around for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> But you remember that other other time? Yeah. When we bullcrapped about bullcrapping about time? Oh, boy, do I remember that time. That's maybe the finest. I I had the time of my life that time. I mean, all I need to say is an old lady says ass cream and then credits. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Clint Howard is at a party. They show the party, and it's the lamest friggin' party I've ever seen. This is their 40th wedding anniversary. Rent a hall. Like, do something. For billionaires. For billionaires. And they're sitting around a living room eating finger sandwiches and, like, playing charades or whatever. Bad-looking finger sandwiches. Really I mean, bad. I don't want to gup up uh, Kate, but... They're bad-looking finger sandwiches. Sure, you cut the crust off of them, but that doesn't mean that, like, it's literally just, like, arugula. That's what it em- looks like is on the sandwich. Yeah. Emily's not even there. No. Adults love crust. She's probably at a sleepover. That seems to be her primary function as a child is going to sleepovers. Well, that was my primary function, and I functioned. Oh, baby. Yeah, you I did. was the life of the party. So they're playing charades. So it's like it's it's 
Erica Estrada and Victoria Jackson's 40th wedding anniversary in real life. They're actually <laughs> married in real life. Yes. And this is the lame party that they throw for them. It's so lame that Kate's like, can you buy... I need you to buy pulpless orange juice, and Dan buys pulp orange juice, and she Ugh. thinks that it ruined the party because she's trying to make a glaze for the ham, but it's like, just strain the gl- strain the pulp out. Like, you have a strainer. It's not impossible. Does she have a strainer, though? Well, she's it's straining my, you know, ability to believe in this show. <laughs> Good save. <clears throat> Thank you. So they play this they play this stupid game called Act and React where it's just charades. That's all it is. Just yeah. charades by any other name. And Erica Estrada is bugging out playing he's acting all bored and they guess like, "Oh, it's you reading a winning million dollar lottery ticket," which like you'd still be psyched if you won that, dude. Yeah, you'd not... be super excited, even if he was a billionaire. Erica Estrada is really into this game. Oh, in the credits, especially, we see the in the bloopers, he's <laughs> hamming it up. He's going, 10 cents is how oh, much a dance costs yeah. for me. And he's showing his nips, and it's like, bro, what are you doing? Get it together. Yeah, You're he's an pointing adult. at his butt. Yeah, he's going like, I would never drug women. I would never drug women. He keeps yelling that. It's very cool. There's an old lady, and she has a line that is, back in my day, we didn't have ice cream. We had to lick a potato. Mm-hmm. And that is true. It is true, yeah. They, they officially got an <laughs> old lady that licks potatoes. Mm-hmm. And she does a great job <laughs> portraying that lady. Did you notice that there was two people at the party who are just like, who are these people? Like, there's just... Yeah, the two people in the back, the, the Latinos. There's just a young man and a young woman, and they're just there, and they don't say anything, and they seem to be, like, laughing at, the like, what's going on, and they're not reacting to the stuff that's... They're not acting. They're just, like, there. It's like... Do you think they're Clint Howard's, like, grandcha- grandbabies? I, that's my theory, is that they are, like, related to Clint Howard. And he was like, I'll do this show if you can have my niece and nephew on it. And they go, oh, Bryce Dallas Howard? And he goes, no, my other niece and nephew. And they go, okay, fine, sure, whatever. Give them points. Give them, get them a SAG card. So Get them some ass cream. Exactly. So these nobodies are just at the party, too, and they're just hanging out. And the party sucks. And Dan is, like, Dan's all tired because he's up all night. So he's acting out some stupid whatever but the whole time he's acting out i kept thinking about your dad because he's like asleep and he's sneezing the whole time and it made me laugh very hard thinking about your dad being asleep in a chair sneezing that was a, a fond Aww. memory of mine oh i look back on That's it really nice fondly. Of you. yeah to bring That's your dad cute. up on the show do you want me not to do that yeah we can do it tweet me after the show oh, okay well i won't say his name but i'll just say he's your dad He's yeah. Tim Tim Allen. Party Marty. Yeah. Tim Allen, your dad from <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Taylor. <laughs> from Jonathan Taylor Taylor. Exactly. You uh, got it. At the end of this episode, we get some great feet shots of Dan to put on Wiki Feet Men. <laughs> He's on Wiki Feet Men. Yes, I looked him up in the first episode, remember? No, but I didn't know there was a men category. Well, where do you think the men's feet go? On Wiki Feet? No, that's where men go to J off to women's feet. Ah. Uh... Jay off? Jack. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that Robin Williams favorite, Jack. Exactly. It's where men go to give themselves a Jackie O. <laughs> I think we lost the... Uh... No, we got it. What did you think about Dan just getting a fever from being up all night? <laughs> <laughs> 
Happens all the time. Yeah. Definitely doesn't happen when you're hungover. No. Um. So that didn't relate. Is because uh, I'm a hungover. Oh yeah, hung. Um. Okay, so Dan has a fever of 102, which like is high, but you don't have to go to the hospital yet. So, but still high. Well, he did go to a walking clinic apparently. Did he? Is that what they said? Uh, he said something like, I should go back to the walking clinic oh. because my medicine didn't work. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Did you like the Apocalypse but... Now reference in this episode for no reason? <laughs> no, could you scream it to me? The horror, the horror, <laughs> is what Dan says <laughs> with a fever. Does he love Apocalypse Now? Could we tweet at him about it? We should. We'll tweet them when this episode comes out. We'll tweet all our like a video montage of all our favorite Apocalypse Now moments, like when they cut <laughs> off that cow's head for real. Maybe they could do a movie that uh, is just that, but with a priest. That sounds pretty good. Heart of Darkness, where they <laughs> the priest goes to like convert a bunch of savages and instead becomes the god of those savages, and they have to send a crack military team up a river to go kill them. Yeah, but then the wind hits the football just right, and then he uh, saves everybody. Exactly. Beckman 2. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm trying to convert <laughs> these savages. So, <laughs> what did you think of this episode? It was weird, and I liked it, but it was weird. I love the old lady. Apparently, you <laughs> hated her, and that's fine. She was a non-entity <laughs> to me. She was just like whatever. She showed up. She did her thing. I didn't think. I didn't think. I was too busy focused on Farty Marty Dankel, who wasn't at the party, and Dan's amazing ability to ball. Why not bring Farty Marty to the party? Uh, I'm sure oh. he has met Erica Estrada. Farty Marty Party Dankel. Yeah, exactly. And the wife, she's so sweet. Oh, Jessica. <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah. I think it's Jess or Joss Whedon or something. Oof, boo. We hate that <laughs> yeah. man now. We hate him now. We hate him now. We used to love him. Now we hate him. Yeah. Is there anything else we got to talk about with this episode? Oh, a lot, of, a lot of handheld camera in it for some reason. Tons well, of they really wanted to make an artistic push. This, this is what they uh, entered to Kane's. <laughs> yeah, and it was accceptive and midnight premiered and people signing ovation yeah. won the uh, Jewish award for film it did <laughs> Malibu Dan Malibu Dan should we end it here or should I play the song one more time how about we get a score? Like a copy of the score on DVD? Yeah. With Edward Norton? Like the score from uh, Sister Act 2. Oh, okay, sure. We can do that. But we can't put it on YouTube, though, or else it'll get flagged. Could we make money off of it, though? No. We couldn't monetize it. Nope. Jern. Why do you think that I That was make... my whole thing. I make our own theme idea. songs to monetize things. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. We're still recording, by the way. Yeah, I love you. I love you. We love you. We love you. Malibu Dan. <laughs> okay, I'll play it again. Malibu Dan. Let's end it proper this time by talking over the theme song. Malibu Dan. I love it.